I am thrilled to have on the line with us Dr. Jerome Corsi. Uh, he is um, the author of Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. It is now available on ebook. And uh, just just recently, uh, I think within the last day, WikiLeaks Assange issues an official denial of Russian collusion in release of the Podesta emails. No contacts with Don Jr., uh, Roger Stone, uh, Jerome Corsi, or Manafort, etc. So this is going to be a fascinating conversation. Uh, so let's jump in here. Dr. Corsi, first of all, welcome to the AmeriChicks. I'm Kim Munson. Uh, great to be with you, Kim. Thank you very much. Now, your name is a very recognizable one. Uh, so very quickly, tell our listeners a little bit about your personal story. Well, I've been uh, writing, I've had several careers. I mean, I had about 25 years in <coughs> finance, excuse me, international banking. But also, um, uh, since 2004, I've been writing political books. I've co-authored with John O'Neill, I'm Fit for Command, the Swift Boat book against John Kerry. And I've written 20 books since then. Uh, I've been seven of them New York Times bestsellers, two number one. The Abomination, and my current bestseller, A Chilling the Deep State, and uh, now this um, Silent No More, which is now available, by the way, as an uh, audio book. I recorded it myself, so you can hear what the 40-hour Inquisition review was like. It was a horror show. Wow. Okay. So with that, this whole Mueller thing, uh, can you explain to our listeners a little bit of background on the Mueller investigation as you see it? Well, I mean, first of all, I want to comment upon what you said about the Assange uh, noticing, you know, broadcasting yesterday, put out in a memo that uh, I did not have any contact at all with Julian Assange on the election information or the emails that were stolen from the Democratic National Committee. And neither did a whole list of people, including Roger Stone and uh, Paul Manafort, etc. Uh, this breaks Mueller's back. This absolutely destroys the entire Russia collusion. Uh, and that's why my interrogation with Mueller fell apart. It was so difficult, especially, I was 40 hours, two months. Uh, you know, this was six sessions. And they became absolutely abusive. The three prosecutors from Mueller's team and six to nine FBI, when I told them I did not have a link to Julian Assange. I don't know Julian Assange. I've never communicated with Julian Assange. Uh, and I couldn't link Roger Stone to Julian Assange. That broke their entire prosecutorial theory. They have nothing now. Their investigation after this announcement by Julian Assange is now a shambles. Why don't you think Julian had uh, announced this much earlier? Well, I think he, I don't think he was, um, his interest was not to try and uh, end this investigation or to save me or anybody else. He posted a list of like 150 statements he considered defamatory and noticed people who was going to start charging them with lawsuits. And one of them was he made it absolutely clear that Jerome Corsi, me, I had nothing to do. You know, I figured out myself to that uh, trip to, to Italy with our 25th wedding anniversary, my wife and I and the family, and um, in that time was July and August 2016, and I figured out months in advance that what Assange had was Podesta's emails, and I started announcing that to Roger Stone and others, and of course, Mueller seized all these emails and communications, they have everything, 
the surveillance is massive. And um, he was sure I had a link, and I was going to be the final piece of their case, and I could provide them a link that would be Roger Stone, Walter Evil, Jerome Corsi, and then Assange, and it would be Roger Stone back to Donald Trump, and there was their link for colluding when Assange would release these emails to be most detrimental to Hillary. The problem is it didn't happen. As the prosecution didn't look of a crime. They've, they've, already got a, they've already got a victim. They already got a criminal. Donald Trump, they want to impeach him. But they don't have a crime, and their theory falls apart. This is, this is, a, this is the most pathetic, I think, criminal investigation in the history of America. Well, I, I think, yeah, I think it's a crime what has happened because, uh, what, we're, we're two years into this whole thing, and there is nothing there. Uh, and at all. but Zero. but but the big but is is there's been two years that the media has been uh, you know pushing forward this narrative uh, regarding Donald Trump. It's creating all kinds of questions in people's minds. Uh, Mika Brzezinski this morning uh, already announced that Donald Trump would be lying in his uh, speech tonight regarding immigration. We are in the fight for our country, Doctor Corsi, uh, and I, I have to tell you, I think I. I think I know when this whole thing was starting to get cooked up. I remember Hillary Clinton in one of the debates threw something out about the Russians. And I kind of cocked my ear and I thought, well, that's kind of odd. But I think that this whole thing has been cooked up to try to uh, create questions in Americans' minds because Donald Trump has come in and he has really, uh, he's, 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 made people mad on both sides of the, the aisle. If you're establishment and you've been living off of the everyday hardworking Americans uh, by all the stuff that you're doing in Washington, D.C., then you don't want change. But I, I think that, that that's what's going on myself. Well, I agree with you. I, I think it actually started with British intelligence. Uh, they cooked it up with John Brennan and Clapper, head of the DNI under Obama, head of the CIA, John Brennan. They figured that they were going to pin Donald Trump with all this Russian dossier, and it was going to cost him the election. And if it didn't, it like Strozik and Pace said it would be their insurance policy to be able to impeach him. Now, this whole thing is, I think, a coup d'etat. And Assange just blew it wide open by saying that there was no contact from, from Trump's campaign with him about the emails. He said before he didn't get the emails from Russia. Assange has just made a shambles. And I think now is time for a counterattack because this, you know, Mueller's been the head of a cover-up so that we don't look at the real Russian collusion, which was Hillary Clinton and John Podesta making millions of dollars selling military technology to Russia under the reset. It's been Hillary and Podesta's been colluding with Russia from the beginning and making money off of it. And they wanted to hide that. That now has got to come to the fore. That's got to be investigated and prosecuted. Those are the real crimes. This whole thing with Donald Trump was a cooked-up story. The British intelligence only was responsible for John Clapper bought a hook, line, and sinker. And what you're seeing right now is that the left has gone insane with their Trump derangement syndrome. And this left has nothing to do with the First Amendment. They don't want to debate. They want to move to totalitarianism. And people like me, they try desperately to imprison, to shut me up. It just failed. It failed because I told them, no, I wasn't going to plead their lying plea deal. 
If they want to, they can prosecute me. I'm 72 years old. I go to prison the rest of my life, but I won't lie in front of a judge to a crime I didn't commit. And I've sued them. Suit's going to cost me lots of money to pursue. But, uh, you know, if I win, they're going to be having to pay out millions. I intend to win. Wow. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's let's go to break because this book that you just recently wrote regarding Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. Uh, first of all, before we do that, you probably heard, Dr. Corsi, that the witches here in America are offended that Donald Trump is calling this whole Mueller investigation a witch hunt. Got my, got my funny bone as well. So this is the AmeriChicks. I'm Kim Munson. Molly's out for the week. And we are talking with Dr. Jerome Corsi. And, uh, and he's been on the crosshairs of the Mueller investigation. This is fascinating. And he's a fighter. And we as Americans are fighters. So we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to hear about his fight. They're drawing a bead, reciting the Okay, queen. welcome back we to the Americhicks. Well, I'm Kim Munson. Molly's out for the week. And uh, some of these songs here are in honor of the March for Life that is this weekend. We have on the line with us Dr. Jerome Corsi. He has been in the crosshairs of the Mueller investigation. And just yesterday, uh, Julian Assange released uh, a statement that said that um, basically that he did did not have any contact with Jerome Corsi or many of these other guys that Mueller has been investigating. And Dr. Corsi, you recently released your book, Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. The words political prisoner are, are pretty terrifying for American citizens. Uh, we should never have political prisoners in America. Um, what happened? I mean, you, you said that you had, what, 40 hours, uh, interrogations of 40 hours. I almost see visions of the old movies as you will talk and that you will make a deal. I mean, this is, uh, it, it's actually really scary. Well, when you read the book, and I think, and I did, by the way, it's out now in an e-book and audio book. You can hear me. It's nine hours. It's like a podcast. You get it as a podcast. Uh, it's silent no more. It, it is terrifying, and it was a, I was a political prisoner. I mean, basically, for the very first they you know, ask you a question, they say, pull out an email. You, two years ago, you had the scene and don't remember, and say, well, now you've lied to us. I said, I didn't lie to you. You know, the crime is that I knowingly and willfully gave you information I knew to be false with an intent to deceive you. I didn't do that. And so we, we, can, we can prove that you were wrong. We can send you to prison. That's how it's typed. I wanted to cooperate. I brought him in my computers, my backup devices, my cell phone. My, I gave them my passwords and email uh, usernames. And then, then they treat you like a criminal. And, and, and I hate political writings. This guy, Zelensky, Aaron Zelensky, one of the prosecutors, a young guy, really a thug. And he starts saying, you know, my books are all, you take a, a fact here, a fact there, and you weave them with lies, get millions of people to believe them. We just told me he doesn't like my writing, because I'm, you know, a, a Democrat. I, he, I don't like the, the, I don't like the hard left. You know, I don't like these socialists today, and I've, I've resisted them. Um, my lawyer said, look in your rearview mirror. There's a lot of corpses of Democrats in your wake. And this was a payback. If you read this book or listen to it, it will change America. Silent no more. Because we have got to stop prosecutors from criminalizing politics. It's bad for both sides. 
The Democrats may like it now because it's going after Trump, but they won't like it nearly as well when it goes after Hillary. Right. And that's I think that's what's so unique about the American idea is that everyone is supposed to be treated fairly under the law. And uh, I I served for just a a short time on city council for four years in my little community. And it was interesting to me to see that, you know, I went in with the idea that we are representatives of the citizen. And I learned that there are many people that get elected and they become the representative of the entity instead and pushing forward particular agendas. And um, I really looked at it and said, Dr. Corsi, we need to come back and make sure whether or not it's at the city council level or at the national level that every rule, regulation, law, ordinance, whatever it is, that it matches up against the the constitution that everybody is treated equally and fairly so like you mentioned those that are trumpeting no pun intended this whole witch hunt on donald trump need to be really careful because uh those things can be turned around and used against the person that they may like as well well that's exactly right and look you know the the uh what we've become in this nation is what our founding fathers rebelled against we become the the british george the with massive surveillance powers, where pretty much with face recognition, every move of your life is going to be able to be recorded. And the ability to leak secret information by prosecutors to a lapdog press that is politically oriented is exactly what our founding fathers warned us against, the overriding power of government, which will only move towards totalitarianism. We're headed on a fast track to George Orwell's 1984. And if we don't stop it now, there will be no political freedom in 10 years within America. Well, I agree. I think that we are in the fight of our political, of our life for our country. Uh, And so that's one of the reasons that this whole border conversation is so important uh, and that I, I believe that Donald Trump should should be very strong on that and uh, Republicans need to back him up on that because this is going to be the decision on the fabric of our country. Do we really do we really believe that we are Americans? We believe in the Constitution and what that means for everyone or is it something else? Uh, we only have a few more minutes. What are some of the final thoughts that you'd like to leave with our listeners? Well, I want everybody to understand I'm, I'm fighting this battle, this lawsuit which I intend to take to the Supreme Court if we have to, suing for $350 million, Mueller and his special prosecutors who are in their illegal electronic surveillance, they're leaking illegally grand jury information to the press, and their criminal prosecutorial misconduct in the way I was handled, read silent no more. And um, go to CourseyNation.com, CourseyNation.com is my website. I've got a legal defense fund. I mean, people think, I will be winning $350 million. Well, I'm not a millionaire yet, and it's very expensive. Uh, Mueller's got unlimited resources. Right. To fight. And, he, uh, you he, know, he, people contributing $10, $20, that's what makes the difference right now. And CourseyNation.com is extremely important to me. And I, I intend to fight this fight to the end. And I intend to win. I intend to beat Mueller, even if we have to beat him in the Supreme Court. Well, and we have the blood of the patriots running through our veins here, and it's it's now our responsibility. As Reagan said, that we can't take freedom for granted from the, the previous generation, that we need to make sure that we stand up and fight for it now. And I, I think, Dr. Corsi, in some ways, 
people have gotten so comfortable and uh, they they're driving around they they don't see that the surveillance is a big problem for them they're able to take their kids to school they're they you know life seems pretty good i don't think that people understand that we are in the fight for our lives for the american idea well totalitarianism will come in with a smile and it will go out with a vengeance because the you know every people they put these devices in their homes you know, they're, they're just inviting Big Brother into the bedroom. And, and believe me, Big Brother will come there and record everything you say, everything you do, every instance of your life. And if you have a thought, an essential score is a little bit low, they'll put you in an interrogation room like they did me with no windows at a building that has no FBI name on it in southeast Washington and interrogate you for hours and replay your life to you and say you're a criminal because you don't agree with the state. You don't agree with something that was written in one of the state-authorized media. That's coming. That's why I say that this Mueller investigation has got to be held to account. The tables have got to be turned. And we've got to expose that, in fact, what Mueller was doing was the cover-up operation for a coup d'etat. And we can't hate Donald Trump or any politician so terribly they won't commit crimes to get him out of office. That's the, that's the road to tyranny. If America takes that road, if the Democrats want to go down that road, I invite them to go down that road so it ends up in a cliff and they all jump off of it. Because we as Americans can't go down that path. Well, that's for sure. One other quick comment regarding this road to tyranny, how they, they took you. You said they put you in a room. I've got to, I've got to read the book, and I will do that. Um, they put Listen you in a room. Listen to the audio version. Listen to the audio version if you can. Okay. Uh, that's me speaking it. Okay. I will do that because that will have the inflection of your actual experiences. Right. But it's terrifying to think that they put you in a room for, what, almost 40 hours and, uh, you know, it basically interrogated you about your life. But tyranny, though, the other thing that I see is so dangerous in America is this whole putting people into groups. So they've pulled you out and done this to you, but... But it's going to happen where uh, we had a young millennial who was a, a straight white guy. And he said, I went to, uh, I think it was the University of Rochester my first year. People hated me. I didn't realize why. And then he realized that he was just part of this regular group. And so when we have this socialist agenda that's putting people into groups, what's happened to you will happen to individuals if we don't get this thing turned around. Well, that's the, that's the, under, the ugly underside of identity politics. Is if you don't agree with the hard left's definition of which social groups are acceptable, uh, you're going to find your social score is zero. You won't be able to travel. You won't be able to get a job. You won't be able to buy a home. You won't be able to have a family. You'll be in prison. And, you know, uh, my experience, read silent no more, because that's the beginning, and that's why I'm fighting back. Well, Dr. Jerome Corsi, thank you so much for joining the AmeriChicks today. This is fascinating. Good luck. Thank you for fighting for uh, for what is right, for what is true. Uh, and so it's been a real pleasure to have you on this morning. Thank you. Okay. So as we move into the day, uh, positive thought. Read great books. Think good thoughts. Listen to beautiful music. Communicate and listen well. Live honestly, authentically. Strive for high, high ideals. And in the words of Superman, strive for truth, justice, and the American way. So today the quote is freedom from Clara Smith Reber. She says, freedom is a breath of air, pine scented or salty like the sea. 
Freedom is a field new plowed, furrows of democracy. Freedom is a forest, trees tall and straight as men. Freedom is a printing press, the power of the pen. Freedom is a country church, a cathedral stately spire. Freedom is a spirit that can set the soul on fire. Freedom is a man's birthright, a sacred living rampart, a pulse beat of humanity, the throb of a nation's heart. Uh, So freedom is something that America was founded on, and we need to make sure that we preserve it. Dr. Jerome Corsi is out there. He is fighting uh, this whole witch hunt, if you will. Uh, I hope that Donald Trump continues to remain strong regarding this border wall. When you look at the accomplishments of what he has done for every way, every day, hardworking Americans, it is astonishing. Lower taxes, more opportunity, more jobs, uh, more people, as Jason McBride, we talked about it, more people have, have uh, started to regain hope and they've jumped back in to try to find a job. So this is the AmeriChicks. Be sure and go to our website, Check out our Vino and Veritas event that is coming up. It is the fourth Wednesday, or excuse me, the fourth Monday of every month beginning in January, and we will be going through the Federalist Papers. So we'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow. We are the AmeriChicks. God bless you, and God bless America. Through the rain and lightning, wandering out into this great unknown. Cry, but tell them if I don't say.